Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos Podcast. Podcast. Strangle your demons and let's go. Y'all need Jesus! To the Comfortable in Chaos podcast. I'm your host, Eric Helberg. You know we're like Einstein over here. We have no special talents. We're just passionately curious, passionately curious about all things pertaining to men. How in the hell did we get here? And where is it that we want to go? Guys, We've done some hellified episodes, and I hope you've enjoyed them. Moreover, I hope they were succinct. They're actually complicated in chronology. You have to pay close attention. You're looking at timelines, different events, piecing it all together. The last thing I wanted was to not lose your interest and or to get you mired in the details. So obviously, they were curt. I went through them rather quickly. Hopefully they made sense. Now those issues were, or excuse me, the episodes that we're talking about were Obama's baby. Yeah, she must be somebody's baby. Yep, 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 yep. And we denoted the fact that Biden is actually Obama's baby. It harkens back to an interview that he did, and you can look it up. It's still on YouTube whereby I think it was George Staphylococcus. We don't call him Stephanophilus. We call him Staphylococcus because he reeks and creates disease just like Staphylococcus bacteria. And we know he was, wasn't he President Bush, excuse me, President Clinton's young darling? Oh, yes, his chief of staff, Stephanophilus, who gets on there and throws softball questions to everyone. On that good morning, America makes everyone feel good while people are getting slaughtered on the other side of the world, and he tells them about someone's neighbor's dog. Who gives a damn? Okay. Well, he's like, President Obama, wouldn't you like to serve a third term? And, you know, Obama is so gracious and so proficient in his wording. He had his legs crossed. No, George, uh, that, that, that doesn't appeal to me. But I tell you what does. If I could just sit in my tracksuit, have an earpiece, let someone else do the perfunctories, the parades, the events, but I could advise them and I could uh, guide them from afar, I'd be very much content with that. Well, what I was alluding to, and I think it has now been shown because his whole apparatus remained in place from all the intelligence agencies to the key cabinet positions, um, other than new ladies that that Biden's appointed to be Secretary of Navy, but I don't think they've ever piloted a rowboat. They all remained intact. And we know that President Biden has essentially functioned in the realm of Obama's third term. And you have to realize that words have meaning. I try to use mine carefully in day-to-day existence. But these people are so maniacal, so entrenched with their own self-value, 
that they love to tell you what they are currently doing and or what is to come, i.e. foreshadowing. And they don't think they will ever be held accountable. They don't think anyone will ever notice. And they are perfectly smug in the fact that they can get away with it. And oftentimes, they have. I hate to use that term, awakened. It's so much bullshit. But people are definitely becoming more and more aware. And that's why we have so much unrest in the world and in this country. We're tired of it. We don't want to put up with it anymore. Oftentimes, we're not sure what to do, but we have our own internal strife. And we're telling other people about it. It takes multiple people, a growing movement in which to get anything to change. We know that. Okay, so foreshadowing. We did Obama's baby. Then we went to Bushmaster. Well, we often hear how these guys get spooled up in these mass school shootings, and a Bushmaster is their rifle of choice. That's after they've been given, I don't know, a whole cocktail of antipsychotic drugs married with God knows what else. We put them in the basement, let them play about two weeks worth of video games, and boy, give them the money in a drop spot, and we point them in the right direction. It's kind of called entrapment, but usually our own government has been privy to these people in some capacity before they unleash them on defenseless kids. All right. Well, we use the Bushmaster because it's lethal, and we know that family has been lethal. We trimmed back the bushes. Hopefully, you could understand the direction that I was going. And what I want to do in this episode is connect the timelines between President Obama's past and the Bush family's past and say, hmm, If President Obama's stepfather, Lolo Satoro, after he married President Obama's biological mother, they moved back to Indonesia in 65 or 66. We know that Zapata Offshore Drilling Company was a CIA front owned by then Herbert Walker Bush amongst several others, and they were very much interested in the oil fields of Indonesia. We know that trips had been taken back and forth to Indonesia. We know that Lolo Satoro was a very gifted cartographer, meaning mapper, Seismographer, meaning the delineation in rock fixtures whereby you look exploratorily for oil, gas, etc. We know those two worlds have now merged together. And he returned back to his home country with young Barack and his mother Anne. And then... We know that during that time, that mass killings occurred. Mass killings occurred. And here's where I'm going to, you know what? So you guys don't have to ferret it out. Let's punch a few keys into my trusty computer. 
because we know that Time magazine is certainly not a bastion of conservative thought. They just regurgitate what they absolutely have to and or what the government unleashes upon them, and they sit there with greedy hands ready for a story. But since Wikipedia is so common to everyone and they can get the gist of something quickly, in 1965, actually this time in 1965, December 17th, Time Magazine wrote, Communist red sympathizers and their families are being massacred by the thousands. Backlands Army units are reported to have executed thousands of communists after interrogation in remote jails. Armed with wide-bladed knives called parangs, Muslim bands crept into night into the homes of communists, killing entire families and burying their bodies in shallow graves. The murder campaign became so brazen in parts of rural East Java that Muslim bands placed the heads of victims on poles and paraded them through villages. The killings have been on such a scale that the disposal of the corpses has created a serious sanitation problem in East Java and northern Sumatra, where the humid air bears the reek, the stench, that's my word, of decaying flesh. And for many of my listeners, you know that smell. Travelers from those areas tell of small rivers and streams, I'm going off script now, that have literally been clogged, bogged down with bodies. And of course, those are all provinces within Indonesia. Mass killings, man. Hoo-wee. And just like Clinton had a chance... He did a little dance in Somalia, right? But at the same time, we had Rwanda. Boy, they loved those machetes over there. But in Indonesia, they were killed with every variation of knives, sickles, machetes, swords, ice picks, bamboo spears, iron rods, any makeshift weapon that people could find. Dismemberment. Castration, a lot of times these people were thrown in the river after having their balls and you-know-what cut off and they'd line those up on the banks for other people as a warning. Oh, yeah. Lots of good stuff occurring during that time. Now, notice that I said army killings and Muslim bans. Okay, well, an army has structure. Now, if you're a colonel, that means you're a brigade commander. You're in charge of lots of men. And at the full bird colonel, the eagle level, and if the army is involved in slaughtering people, do you think you may know about it? Well, guys, keep in mind I told you that Lolo Satoro had been appointed in the Indonesian oil business was controlled by the Indonesian government, wholly owned by the government. Think Venezuela, right? And we know that 
Lolo Satoro was a full bird colonel in the Indonesian army. Since the army was heavily invested in developing and protecting its oil interests, that's why they sent him to University of Hawaii to brush up on his skills, bring them back home. All right. Do you think it is unplausible to think that a full bird colonel, if the army is executing people and you can go to whatever source you like. The lowest says 500,000. Most people agree and will accept 1.2 million, but we've been told it was two to three million. Do you think it's plausible that he could have been involved and or known about these killings? With that many people being killed in your own country, even if you didn't take part, would you know? I would think so. Did Nazi Germany, the people living in towns next to the death camps, know that 7 million people were being exterminated? And hell, the Nazis are highly advanced, or were highly advanced, right? We still buy their surgical instruments, their electronics to this day. Oh, we love their cars, don't we? Yeah, we love those cars. And they did it more mechanical. They exterminated people with gas and in other ways. Um, but in Indonesia, it was just like Rwanda, face-to-face -face killing, man, just taking people out in ways that are totally abhorrent, very personal. Well, I would think that we have now established that the CIA was forefront in working in this sector of the world. And we know that Zapata Offshore Drilling Company, oil, think Indonesian oil, okay, there's symbiotic right there. Herbert Walker Bush, CIA, Lolo Satoro Army, President Bush then becomes the director of the CIA after all that's concluded. Remember, and he was in Vietnam right there at the end of the 60s. We know he was there with Thomas Devine. He left right before the Tet Offensive. Didn't we also fight a war in Vietnam against a purported communist, whereby another couple of million people, <laughs> a lot of them civilians, were killed at our behest? So do you think, and we know that that actually began with the French and they overthrew them and didn't been Phu in 1956, then, of course, we had to send in some advisors and all that kind of good stuff. And then we formally ramped things up when it wasn't going our way. So if we were in, interested in the communist and their neighboring country, but we also already had all these other interests established, do you think the communist presence in Indonesia was left undisturbed by us? And, of course, the United States is never interested in regime change, right? Hmm. Do you think it is plausible that these factions may have worked together? And as president of foreign relations, governmental relations for Union Oil Company in Indonesia, which Lolo Satoro was, full bird colonel in the army, he had that esteemed position for the country's oil company. 
Do you think he may have interfaced with our own U.S. government and or known our principles? I think it is very plausible. Okay, so I will let you look all these things up for yourself. All I am saying is that these stages get set very early on, and they are stepped up like a ladder. And therefore, you have... I don't know, man. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I know an old old oil man, and he used to hang out at the good old Midland Country Club, and everyone can have an indiscretionary youth. Hell, I had one, but I didn't then try to become president of the United States and act like I didn't have one, right? Okay. I mean, Barack Obama was all about transparency. He was more secretive than any of his predecessors. All right. Well, this old buddy of mine told me he'd be right there at the good old Midland Country Club where one of those bushes with some of these initials, I mean, a line of Coke, he never went without. Chased that down with a little bit of Jack, and it was on, man. So how do you go that from that to being the leader of the free world? I don't know. I guess that's all just uh, stories from other people, but they've been told. Could be true. Maybe not. But he kind of had a meteoric rise with a past that was pretty much non-eventful. Just like Barack Obama had a meteoric rise with a past that was pretty much non-eventful. But when we need people in strategic positions we will usually put the pieces in place so that they can get there. And I'm just simply telling you, since we have slapped asses on the Democratic side, ridden wild elephants on the Republican side, that it happened in both of these cases. You can draw your own inferences from there. But... I'll even go one further. If you ever watch TV like Judge Judy, oh, what about good old Judge Joe Brown? He's of the same belief. He even went further and said that both families were extremely close. In fact, intimate with one another. So that's more food for thought. I don't want to belabor the point other than just simply to get you to think. At one point in my life, I said, I want to know how this world works. Now, I think I did that for a better understanding of what truth is. And I think at the same time, it also isolated me in that I didn't have to look at what was my own truth. Who was I? If I could better understand the world, then I could navigate through it more readily. That was my own fault. That was one of my own shortcomings. You could say I hid behind those eclectic bits of knowledge. But I say let's marry them together. Just have an understanding. Know who you are. What makes you tick? What do you value? And also be very vigilant to what is going on. Otherwise, you cannot be helpful.
Furthermore, we know that Lucifer, the chief celebrator and most vaunted, mm, let's say worshiper of the Lord our God, was cast out of heaven. He wanted to exalt himself higher than God. So he was thrown down with his minions to this world in which we currently domicile. We know what the end is going to be. So why do we have to wage this war? Why are we even here? Because the Lord loves us and he wants us to love him. Thereby, he has given us a choice in which to do so. That apparatus called free will. Despite everything going on around us, will we choose him and walk in his direction in order to stave this hellacious stuff off for ourselves personally and for our families as long as possible until Christ has to come back? and do justice. I hope this all makes sense. So until next time on the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast, I bid you bon voyage, my burgeoning flock. Until next time.